Hey everybody, this is Kaysen, and thank you for tuning in into this episode of Hey Kids, This is Titans Talk with Kaysen, an unofficial Tennessee Titans podcast. Joining me today, my co-host, my mom. What's up, Kaysen? How are you? I'm great. How about you? Oh my gosh, honey. I'm so good. I love being on the show with you, and I feel really lucky that we get to do what we do. Oh, I feel really lucky too. Well, I want to thank you, listener, for tuning into my show today. This very special episode is a part of my My Life As series. I think that there are a lot of cool jobs in the world of sports and in the NFL. And if you're like me, you might have wondered how some of these talented people got started doing what they do. I've been lucky enough to talk with some people who have these cool jobs. I watch a lot of football games. Mm -hmm. And I thought it'd be so cool to work for a major sports network. Well, today's guest is one of those talented people who does just that. He's the ESPN NFL Nation reporter covering the Tennessee Titans, the legendary Teron Davenport. Well, we had an absolute blast recording this episode, right? Oh yeah, he is the guy. We talk about how he got started as a reporter and what his typical day looks like, his favorite sports team, we talk family, and his love for a good ribeye. As always... Our conversations are done through Zoom interviews, so shout out to Zoom, but most especially an extra special shout out to Tehran for taking so much time to chat with us. And if you like the show, please subscribe so you can stay updated with new episodes. Also, please share this episode with your friends and family. You won't regret it. (laughs) That's right. At least I hope so. If you're interested in hearing more from Kaysen's My Life As series, be sure to check out our previous episodes. Well, thanks for listening, and I hope you enjoy our conversation with the Teron Davenport. I'm super excited because we have a very special guest on the podcast today. He has one of the coolest jobs in sports, in my opinion. He gets to talk with some of the most famous people in the world of the NFL. He writes some awesome stories, breaking news, and in-depth analysis. He's the ESPN NFL Nation reporter covering the Tennessee Titans, is a member of the Pro Football Writers Association, has a weekly radio show, and hosts his own podcast. He's the one, the only, Teron Davenport. I tell you what, that makes me feel like I'm about to uh, walk up and get an award or something. I I like that intro. Well, welcome to the show, Teron. Thank you for being here. Yeah, for sure. I appreciate it. It's really an honor to have you on the show. We listen to you all the time, and I think you just really have really good perspectives on everything in the NFL. I'm really interested every time you're on the radio. I just love listening to you. Hey, man, I really appreciate that. Thank you very much. And, uh, you know, you ever want to watch film with me? You know, we could set something up maybe on Zoom together, and uh, I'll pull up the All-22. and. There's some other things that I could set up that, that we could do together. Um, I'm not sure if during the games you see when the animation comes up, where I show like the dots and how the players move and how fast they're running. We'll go through all that, man. It, it'll probably be a cool experience. So, uh, for, wow. You, you know, what? You too. Holy cow. Casey's <laughs> <laughs> not it. speechless often, but that one got him. <laughs> yeah, you you pick the game and, and, and we'll we'll watch the whole game. <laughs> just you say okay uh, okay sorry i'm just speechless <laughs> that's amazing well we're just gonna jump right into the questions if that's all right with you sir okay. hey it's fine with me so when you were a kid what did you want to be when you grew up ah 
Yeah, the magical question. I wanted to play in the league. It's not something that everybody could do. I had an opportunity. I played football in high school, then went on to college and got some looks from arena teams and CFL teams. But you know what? Sometimes you're just not good enough to make the cut. And that's what my deal was. So, um, yeah, it's always been to uh, play in the league. Um, that's really cool. At one point in time, I wanted to play in the league. Uh, I'm sure every kid, if they watch sports, wants to play in the league. Yep. No doubt about it. Yes, no doubt. So... Uh, how old were you when you wanted to be a sports reporter? And did you have to go to a special school for that? Yeah, I tell you, my story is a lot different from a, a lot of other reporters in that it, it's it's a little more organic. I, I kind of stumbled into it. And basically what happened is I, I used to conduct like football camps. I would help run them and, and do the marketing. And my degree is in marketing. So I would help organize those, set things up as far as get the insurance, like all the details. And then when it actually happened, you know, we would make that roll out. Uh, we did camps with guys like Deshaun Jackson, Mar- Marion Barber, Jason Avani. It was a bunch of guys that we did stuff with. And what ended up happening is I noticed these type of conversations this that I would have with them. They'd be like, wow, man, that's, that's a good point. You know, so I said, hold up a second. I might be onto something. And around that same time, Bleacher Report got bought by Time Warner for like $30 million. And I was like, wait a minute, if these guys could do it, so can I. So I taught myself how to how to make a website. I made it on front page. It was just, I, I don't think you were uh, you, you were around. You may not have been around when, when that uh, program came out, but uh, that's how I made it. And then I was doing a few different uh, teams. I had a couple of my teammates, my former teammates rather, writing. I, I did all this work on 49ers. I had a Cowboys guy a Falcons guy and a Steelers guy. And I used to go to games and literally have 500 business cards and hand them up. This was before social media. That was the way I would get people to look at my work. And then with that whole situation, I ended up coming in contact with Colin Kaepernick, his agent, actually, because I wanted to, because I was a 49er fan. So I wanted to do a camp with him, but my partner didn't like to fly. And I don't know about you, but I'm not driving from, at that time, Philly to San Francisco. That wasn't happening. So <laughs> That's like John Madden. Yeah. He wouldn't do it. Exactly. But just mine is the beautiful bus, you know. So uh, we stayed in contact and I, I sent his his uh, his agent at the time. He has new agents now, but they showed him an article that I did after his first start. And he put it on. Believe it or not, he had a Facebook page back then. He put it on there and then that just opened up opportunities. So I first started with Fansided. Then I connected with another organization called Bay Sportsnet. And uh, they were the first organization to credential me to games. So I was flying to San Francisco from Philly. The way I was doing that was because I worked for a clothing company too that outfitted American Airlines. So I was getting buddy passes, you know, and and flying 6 a.m. But hey, you do what you got to do. And I I did that for a while. Then I I ended up, uh, you know, tired of of doing all the flying. So I, I reached out to every news outlet in Baltimore. And I got a call back and I, I signed with the Baltimore Times, a local newspaper to cover the Ravens. Then I went from there to, to Philly to cover the Eagles. Got to do a, a, a book on Carson Wentz, actually. It was pretty cool. Um, I connected with uh, Comcast Sportsnet, which is now NBC Sports Philly, connected with them. And I was doing TV work and it just like everything just happened at once. But the thing was, throughout the whole thing, I, I always maintained just my passion you know, that I know you, you all have, I maintained that and, and just, I, I didn't lose focus. You know, I had a lot of people tell me, oh, 
you, you're not going to get there. You know, it, it's, it's not going to happen. And I, at one point, believed it. You know, I went and interviewed with the Jets for one of their team uh, writer jobs. And I interviewed with them from 11 a.m. until about 3 p.m., right? And, and I actually got a reference. One of the people that referenced for me, he actually drafted Keyshawn Johnson. He's a former GM mm. of the Jets, Pat Kerwin. So I said, I got this job. Yeah. I got it. It didn't happen. And I was down and out, but I just kept focusing. The next thing you know, I get an email from uh, a, a lady that for ESPN. And she said, would you be interested in being one of our NFL nation reporters? And I, I, I don't curse, but I was like, damn right. You know what I mean? <laughs> so it came down to here or Miami and I, I'm married. I have uh, daughters. Uh, yeah. Miami wasn't going to work. <laughs> so I talked to the guy who was here, Cam Wolf. I don't know if you remember him, but I talked him into going to Miami <laughs> and I came here and, and it all, it all happened. And now here we are. Wow. Wow. That, and that's been three years? Longer? Oh, no. This has been a process that we're talking probably two, 2010, 2011. Wow. But I mean, since you've been with the uh, following yeah. the Titans. Yes, yes. My Titans were, this is, this is my third year, correct. Wow. What a story. That is, that is quite, that is quite uh, a great story. Yeah. That's a never give up situation. Yep. And the thing is... I get I, I like seeing what you're doing because you're doing your own production. You're making everything happen. You have a nice setup, a nice presentation. The show is solid. And it reminds me of what I did. You, you know what I mean? Because I in my basement put things together and, and, and you know, it just made it happen. And that's what you're doing. You're making it happen. And with all that, um, I did a lot of like YouTube videos, too. And it's funny because when I interview with ESPN, um, they're like, uh, well, why should we hire you? And I, I said, well, not to be cocky, but uh, you, you bring me a board, you get in, buy one, get two free. And they're like, what do you mean? I said, well, you're going to bring me a board to do digital stuff for you, writing, but I'll give you outstanding radio and I'll give you really good video stuff. So it is buy one, get two free. They're like, all right. <laughs> Sold. <laughs> so, that Sold. is amazing. So what does a day in the life of Teron Davenport look in the world of NFL reporting? Yeah, it, it varies. I, I tell you, a lot of time on your phone, you know, texting and scrolling through Twitter and Instagram and notifications. Um, it's a lot of that, a lot of film study. I try to dive into film study. Uh, I would probably say I do it a bit more than uh, most other reporters, but that's kind of my niche. You, you know, uh, it's it's my segment, I guess you could say, or, or, or lead, that my lane. So I, I do a lot of that. Uh, we go out to the practice. You get to see the first 15 minutes of practice. Um, it's funny because uh, Jim White and I, we run around all over practice, all over. Like, I mean, literally all over. We get a lot of steps. And I, I actually learned that from watching him because I always say, how is he getting all of these videos? But the way he did it, he would spend time with the running backs, wide receivers, corners, et cetera, and just move around. So that's what I would do. Um, after that, on Fridays after practice, we have press the Zoom calls with Coach Vrabel as well as select players on Wednesday and Thursday. It's before practice. So that's for the most part how it is. Um, if there's any news that breaks, I have to send an email to our news desk and uh, pitch it. You know, And if they like it, then, then I do it. I, I, you have to get really creative with Titans pitches because uh, that is one thing, an issue I have with ESPN. They, they kind of forget that the Titans are a football team, even though they're one of the best teams. 
But so you gotta get creative. Most of America forgets yeah. that the Titans are a football team. They all just focus on uh, Baltimore, Dallas, and Kansas City. <laughs> yeah, you can't forget Tampa. Tom Brady breaks a hang now. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Tampa's. Tampa's. Um, everybody loves Tampa. Yeah. Yeah. Tom Brady, man. So, but it's it's fun. It's fun. You get the opportunity to, you know, like you said, talk to a lot of the players. I miss how it used to be, whereas you could go into the locker room and just go up and talk to the players. I always try to have a, a more personal conversation in addition to the stuff that we talk about. But um, what I used to do a lot of times is take a, a, a video and put it on my phone and go to a guy's locker and put it in front of him and be like, hey, uh, let me know what you what, what happened on this play. What, what, what did you do here? And we're like, we'll go back and forth about the play. And that would always be excellent, awesome content for my podcast. So it's a little tougher to do that now, but, you know, like I'm going to do with you, we'll, we'll, we'll figure it out. We'll do our film study. You ready for that? Uh, Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yes, I mean, no uh, doubt. I, I, I honestly don't know what to say, but I'm still pretty shocked. <laughs> the next time someone asks you if you're ready, you say, I stay ready so I don't have to get ready. And you let them know right from the start. I'm ready for anything. Definitely. So do you follow any sports besides football? Oh, yeah. I, I follow basketball somewhat. Um, but for a while, like when I was a kid, baseball was my first love. I used to stand in front of the mirror, put my Mets hat on, and, and, and give my speech after being drafted by, by the Mets. You know, like I would have my suit on before. I would always be late to go downstairs to, to go to church because I had my suit on, and I, I had to get my speech right, you know, and I would do it all the time. So, yeah, I, I follow the Mets extremely uh, closely. I've been a Mets fan since 1983, and, uh, you know, you, you might see the, the Mets logo on my casket. You know what I mean? I love the Mets. Uh, Forever. That's my team. Well, uh, for now, my baseball team is the Braves until Nashville uh, gets a team. Okay, yeah, we're going to cut this, this interview. <laughs> shit. I did not. The Braves. Okay. Oh, well, tell man. him yeah, there's a reason why he chose the Braves, and it's a family reason. Okay. Uh, well, my great-grandmother has been uh, a diehard Braves fan since the 70s. So, gotcha. um, so I just wanted to kind of uh, – following her footsteps a little bit because I was never really into baseball. I would just watch the World Series and that was it. But now I, I, I'm starting to get into it a little bit. It, it's in your DNA. I, I get it. I, I, I could excuse that. The, the Braves yeah. are, are like the big brother to the Mets little brother. You know, so it, it's always like a little back and forth. But my Mets always lose to the Braves. So, but we, we can work through that and, and we'll, uh, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll get the interview done still. Oh, appreciate right. it. <laughs> Thank you. So what's your exactly your favorite part of your job uh, writing for ESPN? That's a good question. I would probably say my favorite part is just getting to have your work seen across the country. And because of the outlet, it's really cool. Whereas, you know, sometimes I have coaches, whether they, you know, um, text me or, or just uh, real quick at practice, let me know that they read the article and, and they liked it, you know, and then even just getting players to to see it too and, and respect the work. That's probably my favorite thing, just getting the recognition and, and, and just feeling validated from the time that, that you put in. Sweet. So uh earlier you mentioned that uh you that you have kids. Are they into football or do they just not or do they just don't care for it? Nah, they're not really big sports people. They love drawing and dancing, you know, and um 
three yeah three of them did cheerleading um but they're artists and dancers that's that's their thing and and, and cooks they've become really good cooks but they can't touch me in the kitchen. Oh, wow. No one in the family can. No one wow. can. Wow. That's another little known thing about people that know is you are a chef. That's Well, I, I can't take the chef title. Oh, family anymore. chef. We'll take family chef. But yeah, there you go. There you go. All right. What's your favorite dish to make? Oh, uh, I love to I love to grill ribeye. And what I do with that is saute uh, string beans and sesame uh, oil with garlic, salt, and, and onions. And then I, I side that with either uh, just better rice or sometimes I'll do mashed potatoes, baked potatoes. Good old fashioned oh, man. Uh, American so, meal. It sounds <laughs> delicious. I'm starving. <laughs> <laughs> well, we know where dinner is going to be when COVID's over or when the quarantine's and all right. that. We're going to head on over to your house. <laughs> we'll bring the steak. Come on over. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so uh, what has been your favorite titans game uh so far this season mm. this season favorite titans game huh too many to choose yeah there's it, I, I really like the steelers game even though they lost i liked how they came back but you know not to have a recency bias but i loved what they did last week just and I, i'm not a savage but you know when you look at football you got to take that savage mindset and, and seeing what they did as far as identifying that weakness and telling them right from the start, look, I know where you guys are short. I know where you're not going to be able to perform like normal. So guess what? We're going to go there over and over and over and over again. And that's what you saw, Derek, 140 yards. The king. You know, and then, and that's probably why it was my favorite game because, it, you know, there's, there's three guys on that team, uh, A.J. Brown, Kevin Byard and Derrick Henry, where it's dangerous for me because I, I, at times, I will cross that threshold and, and and be a fan. You know what I mean? But so I have to tell myself, okay, you gotta still be objective. So getting to see two of the guys that I really like perform the way that they did, that would probably because that AJ Brown catch and run. Ooh, Ooh that probably that was my favorite of the game. Yeah, no doubt, man. Yeah, pro- beast mode. That's right. And like you said, savage. Yeah. <laughs> totally savage probably my favorite game this season has to be some uh, a game that nobody really talks about that much uh, it's the minnesota vikings game we were down 12 to 24 the fact that we started to come back our defense kind of stepped up a little gave Kirk cousins in the offense a bad time i think really i liked the effort to come back in that game and i just thought it was a really satisfying win definitely a game that more people should talk about yeah that's a great mention because like you said they came back, but this time they came back and they won. That's that's a good one. That's a good one. And, and Steven Goskowski was good in that game. You know what I mean? So you got a positive all Six around. Six times. Six times. Yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll leave him alone today. But yeah, yeah. I feel you. <laughs> we're, we get, every time he gets up to kick, I look to check and see if he's got his socks on. Yeah. And then I, <laughs> and then I just keep saying, go three, go three. Yep. You got that. Yeah, come on, come through for me, come through. Would you be willing to share with us your pick for this weekend's game against the Cleveland Browns? Oh, sure, sure, I'll share it with you. I, I, I'm going with the Titans. I think both teams run the football really well. In fact, it shows statistically the, the, the Browns are number one, the Titans are number three, but I, I think the Titans' defense is, is better. Even though Miles Garrett is coming back, 
I still think the Titans defense is better. They are rapidly improving. So I'm going with the Titans in this game. I think the stakes are too high. They're just also just a tougher team. That's really, once you get into this part of the year, that's really what it comes down to. What team is more physical? What team is tougher? And what team has a better formula? And it's cool because these teams are balanced, whereas they both run the football well. They work play action well. They don't turn the football over, but then they play solid defense. Their special teams is decent, but I just think the the coaching edge is going to go to the Titans, and I feel like they'll they'll win. Uh, score wise, I think it'll be a high scoring one. I'm going to go 35 to 28. Yeah, that's a good pick. I'm calling uh 29-23 Titans. Ooh, so you got you got Gaskowski being involved. I mean, yeah, a little, but I believe that the Browns try to make a late comeback, yeah. but I, our I, defense I just that. just keeps stopping them. I think that they give Baker a bad time. Yeah, yeah. Well, he hasn't turned the football over since October, so this will be a, a perfect opportunity to to end that streak, I would say. Just an observation for something for me. So we played a team, who was it again? It was six, We were six and three, each of us. Uh, Baltimore. Baltimore. We were paired up and then we went and played the seven and three team and Indy six or seven and three. We were seven and three. And now we're going against eight and three against eight and three. And I think just my opinion, I think the Titans are going to pull it off too. Hey, that makes sense. Because we've been just getting some high scores up there. I feel like it's going to be 42 to 28. Ooh. Okay. I do. Okay. Yeah. So that that would be a 14-point game. Yeah. And what do you call those? A blowout? I personally believe that if it's 14 points or more, it's kind of a blowout. Okay. Yeah. I, I would I would agree. Yeah. I like the blowouts. So Teron, thank you so much for taking the time today to talk with me and my mom. It's just been it's just been awesome to have you on. Yeah, thank you. It was a lot of fun. I love the energy and just you know the excitement that that you that you have. And that's something I really like about this Titans fan base. There's a, a genuine love for the team, and I, I give you guys credit because they haven't brought a Super Bowl to you, but you still stick to it and, and, and keep watching. We're always optimistic. No matter what, no matter who we're facing, no matter uh, no matter how we're playing, we're always optimistic. The glass is half full. But ve- sometimes very, very nervous. <laughs> <laughs> I get it. I get it for sure. <laughs> so I have three questions I ask each guest. Are you ready for yours? Okay. Oh, yeah. Stay ready so I have to get ready. That's right. Yep. We're going to start using that. We'll, TD, we'll, say, we'll give you credit. <laughs> <laughs> so what advice would you give your 12-year-old self? Oh, man, 12-year-old self. Uh, stick to whatever it is that, that you want to do. Never be afraid to put in extra work. And uh, th- those are probably the two things. And, 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 and overcome rejection. You know, there's been a lot of rejection in different things. And sometimes it got me down, but it, you know, you, you work to overcome it. You kind of learn that through being in that situation, but it, it, it's always better if you have that grizzled mindset before you even get into it, you know, but that, that's probably what I would tell myself. I like it. Was there a mentor or teacher that really inspired you when you were growing up? My dad, man, you know, I would probably say my pops. Um, I know all of us kind of disappointed him because none of us took over his, his painting business. I, I mean, it's, this guy, <laughs> he's, he, he's 70 years old and still painting houses. Wow. I, I don't, I don't know how he does it, you know, but the, he, he's doing that. Um, so I'd probably say him. 
Um, just watching him, I, I remember back in the day, you know, it wasn't always like the, the most ideal situation. You know what I mean? But he still managed to find ways to, to keep us fed. Um, different jobs that he had to work. You know, he uh, sometimes rode his bike 40 minutes to go to work. And th this is in the Northeast where sometimes it's, it's seven degrees. He's on that bike going to work. You know what I mean? And, and he fought through that and then developed his own painting business. And now he's, you know, living comfortably. It, it's funny because sometimes when I go home, you know, he'll drop me off and, and he'll give me an envelope and, and he'll be like, oh, yeah, I just got this for you. And it, I, I'll, I'll open it once I, I go in and it'll be, hey, congratulations. I'm proud of you. You deserve a bonus. And it'll be a hundred dollars. Oh. Like, damn, I'm making decent money. I don't need it. But that's that's what he does. You know, and he always uh, gives money to my daughters. You, you know what I mean? And so I probably say to him, just I think that's where I got the work ethic from, you, you know, and, and the willingness to, to do whatever it takes. Mm -hmm. Gosh, I, I got a little choked up over that one. I bet your dad is so proud of you. And I, oh, he you is. know, oh my God. Sometimes I get text messages from my friends and uh, back home. He'll be like, yeah, man, I ran into your dad. He, he didn't stop talking about how he saw you on SportsCenter or he saw your report. I, I was like, yeah, I saw it too. <laughs> and he he had the whole report. That is just funny. Oh, you know? That's amazing. That's just awesome. And finally, I have one more question for you. Pizza or steak? I know you, you kind of gave a partial answer to this in the show, but um, um but um maybe maybe I'm maybe maybe that's right, maybe that's wrong. Yeah, you give me a, a second chance to change it. Um <laughs> I, I'll say steak still. I, I just love, love, love ribeye. Um, I could eat any cut of steak, but the ribeye is just. It's the best. It's, it, thank you. <laughs> it is the best. I'm more, I'm more of a sirloin guy, but oh, yeah. uh, ribeye is still pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Do you like to grill the sirloin? How do you like it? I really like sirloin if it's cooked and if it's seasoned. Gotcha. So that's, that's just any I like of any type of. Just put it on yep. Any kind, any kind. Okay. I got it. You're not hard to please. <laughs> so TD, you're awesome. Before we go, could you share with my listener where they can find uh, you out there in social media? Or did you do you have anything you'd like to promote here on the show? Yeah, for sure. Uh, you can find me on, on Twitter at TDavenport underscore NFL. Uh, I'm on Instagram. I don't really use it that much. They, they won't verify me, so I, I, don't, I don't put my stuff on there too much. But uh, I, I do shameful. put some things on there. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, Facebook, you, you know, it's, it's Titans News to Ron Davenport. We didn't mention your Whiteboard Wednesday. So your Whiteboard Wednesday has really helped me start to learn some of the plays. Wow. So I just wanted to give you a shout out for that because, Thank you. I, I mean, it, it's a quick, it's, you know, a couple minutes and it really just kind of breaks it down. And, and I'm a visual learner, so that really helps. So um, you guys need to check out Teron's Whiteboard Wednesdays. He puts out a link on Twitter and also a link on Facebook that it's will also, connect. It's also on ESPN.com. Yes, it connects yeah. to that. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I appreciate that. Absolutely. And then you could check uh, iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts. You search Talking With TD. That has the, the weekly podcast that also plays on Saturday mornings here in Nashville on the game, uh, one or two, five. Uh, also, the Nate and TD show with, with former... Uh, Titans wide receiver Nate Washington, who I will talk to, and maybe you guys could get him on the show too. 
Um, I, I'll talk to him about that. Uh, I, I think he would be willing to do it because he's a he's an awesome dude. So that would be great cool to get that opportunity wow. too. Wow, what? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. Um, did, did did Zoom just? Did Zoom just have like a did Zoom just have like an error? Did you actually say that the Nate Washington you would reach out to him? Yeah, I'll text him tonight, as a matter of fact. <laughs> wow. <laughs> oh my gosh. I have to take over because Kason can't he can't speak right now. So you we've <laughs> opened the show and shut down the show with him silent. So <laughs> That means we did our job. That's right. <laughs> oh, that is amazing, dude. Wow. That's, yeah, we're, I'm speechless now. <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you so much again, uh, TD, for being on the show. For you to take time out just means so very much to us. And mm. again, we're just a, you know... We're not these guys that are on YouTube and doing all this great stuff, but I'm pretty I'm pretty proud of this kid right here. And you know, when you mentioned something uh, the other day about how your mom kind of helped you grow that your love of football, that just that really spoke to my heart. Let me let me tell you something. We used to play just one on one, and this is how rough my mother is. We used to play one on one in a parking lot. I'm not talking about on the grass. Tackle football. I would kick off to her. She would run. Well, I would throw it and she would run at me and I had to tap for her and we'll go first down, second down, third down, we'll mark fire hydrant or whatever to get the first down. You know, you had to, you couldn't throw the ball. It was all running, but that's what we did back and forth. You know, and she, go, and she still, she, like she texted me um, earlier today during the game. Uh, and she was like, man, the Ravens look really bad. I don't know what is going on. You know, she's like, this game is garbage. <laughs> or every I love week, it. once a week, I get a Derrick Henry text on her. But once a week, it, you know, she always says, that guy's a beast, it, you know, or, or something along those lines. So, yeah, it, it a lot of it came from her, it, you know. Um, That's beautiful. She loves the Eagles, but oh, they're not yeah. that good right now. <laughs> <laughs> It's a it's a beautiful thing. It reminds me of, you know, Casey mentioned his grandmother or his great grandmother earlier. That's my husband's grandmother, and oh, wow. she actually started texting with Gus. I mean, she's been texting with Gus for years. But whenever baseball would come on, they would text, send texts back and forth. And so now Casey's getting to do that too with her, and it's just it's a really special thing. That's the beauty of sports. Yes, you know, it, it, it's it's amazing because I mean, think about it. How likely is it that you and I will be sitting here having this conversation? Not likely. Yeah. But here we are. Like, I feel like friends. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. And here we are talking like this. That's why you got to love sports. You know, you're having an uncomfortable situation. Hey, man, how about those Titans? Next thing you know, it's a big, that's why I love sports. That's, that's it just, it breaks down barriers. Exactly. It brings people together, even if we can't all be together right now. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's truth right there. That is the truth. Well, thank you so much again, uh, TD, for being on the show. Uh, take care and stay safe. Thank you. You you all do the same.